0: Rnz Pacific News. Kia ora, I'm Seo manute whai. The president of the Republic of the Marshall Islands is sounding alarm bells over the U.S. Congress failing to deliver vital funding in a timely manner. Hilda Heine told The Guardian that Congress is gradually destroying relations with its Pacific ally, the Marshall Islands. Lydia Lewis has more. US lawmakers are yet to pass vital funding packages with the Marshall Islands, Palau and the Federated States of Micronesia, which some argue is opening the door to China to build its influence in the Pacific region. The three countries have a unique relationship with the U.S. under treaties known as the Compacts of Free Association. Despite widespread bipartisan support, funding for them is struggling to achieve passage in a deeply divided Congress and gridlock over funding for Israel, Ukraine, border legislation and the U.S. government's own operations. Hotel workers in Canada are calling on Fiji Airways to stop putting up their flight crews in the Sheraton at Vancouver Airport. Hundreds of hotel workers, including some from Fiji, are protesting their pay. Since the workers, represented by Unite Here Local 40, launched their strike for living wages, five airlines have withdrawn their business from the hotel complex. Topping priorities for the newly installed Tuvalu government is climate change and sea level rise. The government says they pose existential threats to the well-being, security and livelihood of the people. Don Wiseman has more. The new government, under the stewardship of Feletti Teo, says in a statement that addressing climate change and mitigating the effects of rising sea levels are of utmost importance for it. It says it will provide every available form of support and aid including efforts to minimise the impact of tidal surges. The government hopes to improve shipping services and also wants to look at electoral reform. It says it supports its special relationship with Taiwan and the broad aims of the Tuvalu-Australian Fallopili Union. But it says the initiative lacked transparency, which it promises to address. The government says working with the Australian government wants to establish a workable arrangement and one that safeguards the integrity of the sovereignty of Tuvalu. There's anger among non-government organisations at a World Trade Organisation meeting in Abu Dhabi. In the past, there's been a large contingent of civil society groups given access to the gathering of the world's trade ministers. But this year, that's not happening. A representative with the Pacific Network on Globalisation, Adam Wolfenden, says his colleagues have been detained for handing information to journalists and taking photographs, which is creating an air of uncertainty. We've sent a letter to, to the WTO Director-General. I know this has been raised by a number of governments, including New Zealand. The concerns around the way civil society participants are being treated, and yet there's still no clarity, and if anything, it feels like like the way that we're being dealt with by local security is escalating. Researchers in Guam hope to uncover more of Chuk Lagoon's wartime past. Guam University Archaeology and Micronesian Studies Associate Professor William Jeffrey says there is more to explore than just shipwrecks. As the Pacific Island Times reports, Dr. Jeffrey says traditional indigenous sites on Chuk were bombed, and this had a big impact on traditional cultural heritage. He says they plan to develop training programs for Tuanua's residents, and island in the Chuk Lagoon. The hope is locals will soon be able to cash in from tours, historical site preservation and diving expeditions. New Zealand's deputy opposition leader, Carmel Sepuloni, says it's hard to imagine Anana F. Fessel Collins no longer advocating for Pacific people. The 49 year old Green Party MP and former Auckland mayoral candidate collapsed and died taking part in a charity event in Auckland. His funeral service will take place at the Dew Drops Event Centre in Monaco, Auckland, today. Ms Sepuloni says she thinks every political party will be represented at the funeral. This is a huge loss for our Pacific community, for Auckland, for Aotearoa. If he was such a strong advocate and a strong voice, it's really hard to imagine that he won't be in this space speaking to these really important challenges and issues that exist for our communities. A progress report on New Zealand's health reforms says primary care has not been prioritised, even though it is facing critical difficulties. The report is for the Ministerial Advisory Committee, which oversees the merging of the country's 20 district health boards into Te Whatuora. Here's our health correspondent, Rowan Quinn. The report says the problems in primary care are contributing to people missing out on health care and burnt-out staff. It says urgent action is needed, but the work hasn't received the focus and priority needed under the reforms. It says Te Aura has put some measures in place, but they're not enough to ensure primary care is sustainable. The report says other aspects of the reforms are progressing well, including breaking down the postcode lottery of care. Save the Kiwi is concerned conservation efforts won't get support under the current government. Surveys of 25 conservation projects have indicated the population of the North Island brown kiwi has increased by at least 7,000 birds in the last four years. Chief Executive Michelle Impey says while that result is good news, they've still got a long way to go and funding under the new government could be a concern. I think all of us are a little bit nervous in this space with announced cutbacks and conservation hasn't really been a, um, a key focus of discussion with this coalition government. Michelle Impey says there are currently tens of thousands of Kiwi on the North Island, but that is still down from the tens of millions there used to be. In world news, asylum applications to the European Union rose sharply last year to the highest level since the migrant crisis in 2015. The EU's asylum agency says there was an 18% rise in people seeking refuge. The BBC's Jessica Parker says migration has become a divisive topic in many countries and the run-up to European Parliament elections in June. It is an issue, migration more broadly, that the far right try and capitalise on. Uh, but this puts pressure on not just governments like Chancellor Scholz, he's obviously from the SPD, but also on kind of right-wing nationalist governments like that of Georgia Maloney in Italy. She's been under a lot of pressure on this issue and has been striking a deal with Albania in terms of Albania taking people that arrive in Italy as well. So it's something that is affecting politicians actually across the piece. In sport, there are no Pacific Island teams in the latest top 10 world rugby rankings list. Fiji, who were on 10th spot previously, have now been replaced by Italy, who climbed from 11th spot following at last weekend's round of Six Nations matches. New Zealand are ranked third with Australia at number nine. South Africa remains the world number one. Australia's rugby union, in partnership with the Australian government, will deliver a four-year investment plan worth over nine million US dollars to support high performance in Pacific Island nations. Rugby Australia says the initiative aims to create pathways to increase Pacific representation in elite rugby and strengthen Pacific national teams. In a statement, Australia's Pacific Minister Pat Conroy says a crucial part of the funding is to support pathways for women in rugby. The Breakers have kept their NBL season alive with an 83-76 upset win over the Kings in their sudden death playoff in Sydney. The Breakers trailed by nine points at halftime, but coach Amori Mawa says he was confident that would get the job done. Once I walked into the locker room at halftime, I knew we were winning the game because there was no sign of anything but determination and being focused on the task. It was fantastic. Really proud The Breakers next play the Hawks in Wollongong on Monday night with the winner to advance to the semi finals. That's your latest RNZ Pacific news and sport. For more stories, head to rnzi.com. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman.